Hello, Future Food Cast food enthusiasts. We're so glad that you've decided to join us for today's episode of the Future Food Cast. We have all kinds of trends and innovation topics that we talk about in the food space. And today we have with us Brady Kosher. And we're so glad to hear about what he's doing with food. Brady, welcome to our podcast. Hi there. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here. And I think our audience is going to be very interested in what you're taking advantage of some of the needs that there are in the food space. Tell us a little bit about the business that you have and what you're doing. Absolutely. So my partner, Katie, and I, we co-founded a business called Cruise Co. here in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. And what we do is we put healthy, fresh food and feel-good food and all sorts of beautiful beverages, third-party items into super high-tech fridges. And we place these fridges in public areas, sports arenas, schools, workplaces essentially is our main focus, but essentially anywhere with good high foot traffic. Well, what first gave you the inspiration to tackle this particular product? Absolutely. Well, a few years ago, it was 2019, me and my partner, Katie, we, we knew we wanted to go into business together. We weren't sure what field we wanted to enter, but we just, we knew we wanted to do something special together. So we, we set out to choose an industry and we're like, which industry do we really feel close to our hearts? And, and we know is going to be around forever and of course, grow into the future of technology. And we ended up on the food industry, of course. And from there, it just started, it started small, we were going to make energy balls, protein, healthy energy balls. And then we said, well, like, let's just, how far could we go with this idea? And we started researching and looking around the world at what companies in the food industry were going towards when we found our first smart fridge in the US. And from there, our, our minds were just kind of expanded and we fell in love. I, I just love the entrepreneurial journey. You and Katie started out with just where are our passions? What are we interested in? And the food space was where it was, but then energy balls, which is not what you're doing right now, but that was something where there was a need in the pipeline. Obviously people are very concerned about health and, and how they're going to keep their stamina up and get good nutrition. And then from there, you just said, okay, what else? Because we really are having a great time. I think is what happened. From there, we do make energy balls now and put them in our fridges, sell them to the public. So it is still a part of our business today. But it started in 2019 there when we did decide to go forward with it. We worked a whole year on it and we got into our first two locations. And then two weeks later, COVID happened. So they kind of shut and sent everyone home from every location. So we actually got to sit back for about a year and kind of scratch our heads and just redesign and get ready to re-enter the industry as a whole. Okay, so Cruzco had the opportunity and we've heard this a lot that just as things were getting going, we were kicking off our, our project, the pandemic hit and workplaces was your initial focus. Of, of where you were going and, and all that got shut down. So that gave you the opportunity to innovate. You're right. You're so right. You're absolutely right. It gave us the opportunity to innovate and it was actually a blessing in disguise because we could really pull back at that point and we could see that the technology we were offering these workplaces was the absolute safest form of food distribution for them. We wanted to guarantee a system where the food traceability could be shown in our story 
because we truly see that people nowadays going into the future, they really like to see where their food comes from. They like to see where it stopped on its way to getting to their mouth, basically. And we got to show that story and paint that picture through our social media and online. And it's just, it's been an exciting adventure since that shutdown. Well, let's talk about that story a little bit, because two things you talked about, technology is one and traceability is another that our audience is very interested in. So you're taking advantage of the technology, not only the fridges, but in the traceability as well. Can you expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. So with the traceability, we we come from a valley that is just surrounded by orchards and fruit farms and produce farms everywhere. That's basically what it's made up of. So we get we have this absolute blessing to be able to form relationships and partnerships with all the vendors in the land so we can tell our story of where our food comes from, which is local, 100% local every time. And we do our very best to to keep it that way throughout our journey, for sure. Okay. And I I also like that you're supporting your local community, right? Where you're providing your product, you're also sourcing your product. Now, have you had challenges like other food vendors have in the supply chain with getting sourcing your product i mean you are local is that helpful to you or yeah for sure there's there's always hiccups and obstacles that come and the highways got all completely washed out so we had no produce for a couple months so we really had to get innovative and a lot of our menu items that were salads and wraps and stuff like that we we had to just go to alternative and for the time being shut little parts down but all in all we we have so many pipelines set up in place that if one goes down, it's not a big deal. And to go back to your other question there about our technology and utilizing it, we get to see in real time on the fly analytics. So we get to see the second somebody opens our fridge, takes a product off the shelf, we get to we get to witness that and we get to calibrate and adjust to their liking. Well, just to recap, so on the sourcing section, things happen. The road got washed out. Who knew that was going to happen. And and so you had to pivot, which is a used word these days, but make some changes to your menu and what you were offering. But you and just from what you were able to source, you were able to do that. And that's great. That's one of the things that that you can do. But you still were staying true to sourcing locally and using whatever you could find. The technology of the refrigerators that you are putting your product in, I'd like for you to explain that to our audience a little bit more because it's really, really, I think, cutting edge to where we're going in the food space as far as providing fresh food and having people be able to select exactly what they want when they want it. Tell us a little bit about how that works with the refrigerators. For sure. For sure. So I'll just give you uh, just a quick rundown on how the fridge works from a consumer base. So you walk up to one of our cruise fridges and it's locked at all times. It's just a, a big fridge essentially with a glass door on the front. So you can see all of our products on the other side. All the food is sitting on 20 weighted plates. So there's 20 individual weighted plates per fridge. We calibrate each product per plate. So as you walk up, there's a POS system, a payment system on the outside of the fridge. And you tap your debit card, your Visa, your phone, Apple Pay, Google, whatever you want. It accepts everything. It checks your balance in a microsecond, and then it unlocks the fridge for you. So once once you're inside the fridge, you can pick and choose whatever you want. You can take it off the 
shelf. You can examine the product. You can put the product back. But whatever you end up taking, you can take multiple products. As soon as you take it out of the fridge and shut the door, it, it knows exactly what you've taken and it charges you accordingly. If I have, if I'm just by myself or I have a family of four, it doesn't matter. I can open the fridge, take out whatever product I want. And when I close it, the smart fridge has, knows what I took and will charge me for the product that you had placed on there. Very nice. Very nice. Now, the other, the other piece is I, I, you talked to me about collaboration because you want to support other food vendors and you're on the front end. You figured this out with the smart fridge and the product placement and all of that. What are you doing in the collaboration space to help enable other maybe smaller uh, vendors? Sure, absolutely. We are a store. Essentially, we are, I like to call it a smart kiosk or a smart store. Being a store, we, we get to choose and partner and collaborate with any company we really want. That fits inside our vision, of course. We have a very strict vision of the kind of products and the kind of people that we want to work with in the food industry. It's definitely based towards health conscious and feel good foods. So we get to collaborate with a couple of really beautiful local companies. A couple are Stoke Cold Pressed Juice, as well as Mother Love Kombucha and Blooming Health Donuts, just to name a few. There's going to be dozens and dozens, but we get to collaborate with these individuals and host their product in our fridge. And it's, it's really beautiful because they're already a, a well-known company and loved and respected by the community. So people see their products in there and they, they feel warm and fuzzy already so it attracts them in just as much. So that's a win-win for all of you because people that buy those other products now are going to be exposed to your products and vice versa. And promotion-wise or advertising-wise, just that collaboration, you're going to be reaching that many more people via social media or whatever other advertising you might do, correct? Oh, correct. Yeah, that's, that's a huge point to be made there. They already have a big follower base. In the world that we're living in with Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and all of these beautiful platforms to expose your company to the masses. It truly is a dream to collaborate with, let's say, Blooming Health. They, are, they have 12,000 followers. They do one post of their new product in our fridge. That's We're moving a fridge into the YLW airport this month. It's a big, big growth opportunity for us, and it's going to get a lot of exposure. That's very exciting. I kind of made the assumption as I was introducing the smart refrigerator idea with the collaboration that maybe it was smaller companies, but what I'm hearing you say is you're leveraging that opportunity to actually help your business grow. Absolutely. Yeah. Help us grow while helping them grow at the same time. It's always a win-win for sure. Now the airport, that's a big, that's a big deal. I, and that's a new distribution location, right? Yeah. Brand new, brand new. Yeah. It's the biggest, it's the biggest growth expansion our company is going through today. Okay. Well, what challenges do you have with your situation? I, I'm thinking about on the front end, you're creating the product, whatever it is you're putting in the smart fridges. And then how are those getting restocked? Or how do you know when somebody has bought something without actually going and looking at the refrigerator yourself? When when somebody purchases from a cruise fridge, there's a it shows the inventory pick list right on our back-end dashboards. It sends an alert right to our cell phones. As soon as we get below two products per shelf, which we can set at any, if it's a shelf that has 25 products, we could set that as soon as it gets down to five products, we, uh, we get an alert letting us know that it's time to restock. Then 
our kitchen operations from the airport, it's literally us 10xing our company again. So everything changes again to the shifts that we have to work to fill up the fridge and just the logistics of distribution. It's definitely a big, big, beautiful change. And we kind of learn on the fly as we go. We, we prep as much as we can before a new location, but it's going to throw all sorts of obstacles at you as you, as you come to it. What well, I imagine that you're trying to figure out, you, you really don't know what the volume is going to be and, and all of that. You've, you're going to be figuring that out in these initial days and weeks moving forward. And then you'll have to react, staffing up, sourcing up your product, possibly the other collaborating companies, depending on what volume they do as well in the refrigerators, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. correct. 100%. That's very cool. Well, what other trends are there out there that you have thought about taking advantage of? So you've got the smart refrigerators and what else are you seeing out in the food space? Is there a next step or are you kind of staying focused where you are? What are your thoughts about moving forward? We're definitely going to stay focused where we are. Our fridges are our main focus, but there is another trend that's emerging that Katie and I were so very excited for, and that is uh, ghost kitchens and virtual restaurants. We see this big this big opportunity coming with 5.6 billion people online today. With the technology that we have now, we're starting to see an emerging, an emerging trend of virtual restaurants. So it's a restaurant that is 100% built on a website. That that is it. There's no there's no option to go in and sit down at this restaurant at all. You just sign them to their website and you go to this virtual restaurant that they've created online. You order and it's at your door in 45 minutes. Oh my gosh, I have not heard of this before, Brady. That is such a cool idea. So it's combining because a lot of us with the pandemic have done more delivery service type food than we did before. So that's taking advantage of that. I don't think that trend's going away and you probably see that. But then this virtual restaurant idea is giving those of us who are eating at home a different place to eat, essentially, some kind of whatever environment they might create, or if you've got, I don't know, music or entertainment, the options are endless, aren't they? The options are truly endless with that, because most people do enjoy the comfort of their own home now. You can go to a restaurant, which is still always going to be a lovely experience, I believe, because I love going out to a restaurant. That's just a fact. Being on the other side of it, on the business side of owning restaurants and food companies, to be able to cut your overhead in half as a restaurant owner and you could get a space instead of getting 5,000 square feet now you can just get 2,500 or a thousand just a kitchen essentially a little office and there you go you have availability to say your city has 140,000 population that's how many people you have access to every single night that's crazy and something else I just thought about is for those people who live alone, a lot of them have really suffered over the pandemic, staying in more and, and the opportunity to, have you ever been to a restaurant where they have the community table yeah. where you can sit down? My husband and I did that in North Georgia just this past fall. We were driving, looking at the leaves and we stopped in for coffee and they had a community table at the back and we sat there and met four other delightful people, had a nice conversation while we were having our coffee. And that would be an opportunity within this virtual restaurant situation too, where you could actually almost like we're doing here on this call, have a a virtual meetup essentially while you're eating your food that you ordered. That's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm just giving you other ideas. Go ahead. 
I'm going to have to get straight in the notes after this podcast. Okay. Yes, I'm, I know. I can't wait to meet your partner and then follow you and see what happens with this concept. What other things do we need to know about in your world? Is there anything that we haven't covered? Have, have I asked you everything that you want to share with us? Is there anything I don't know that I should know? Uh, we covered quite a bit just now. The transparency of the food industry, I've really been getting intrigued by that too, like the traceability and all that. And I see now that the companies in the food industry that are able to paint a picture for their audience of the food traceability, and what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a T. Transparency. Transparency, yeah. You can build a story around the transparency of where your food comes from. It forms this connectiveness and it forms this trust. Mm-hmm. And it really forms a unique, a unique experience for the consumer when, when they can sit on the other end of their meal and they trust, they know where it comes from. They, they feel connected to the company that went the extra mile to really provide that traceable meal that they feel is going to do the best for their life. Interesting that you bring that up. This podcast is actually sponsored by a company that works in the blockchain with food and tracing where food has come from, maybe the farm that it was grown on and everywhere it's been, temperatures it's been at, all those analytics, all the way to where it ends up, even provides an ability to maybe micro tip that farmer that's providing food for the global supply chain, essentially, or the the needs, wherever that might be. It can be smaller scale or larger scale. Interesting that you brought that up because that's exactly what the sponsor of this podcast is working on because that really is something that our consumer, you know, we as consumers are interested in and looking for in our food sourcing today. That's interesting. That That's special right there. That, that food blockchain in its own, that's going to open up a completely different world of traceability too. I, I didn't know too much about that. And I, I started researching and digging into the future of the blockchain with the food industry. And yeah. that's that really opens up a lot of special doors for traceability and even beyond that. Too. Right. There are, like you said, I mean, your, your mind was getting blown with the whole restaurant idea. There are endless opportunities with the front end too, on the sourcing side. That's very exciting. Being able to tip the farmer too, and stuff like that. That's, that's special. Yeah. I think uh, we're all going global, right? One of the things you had mentioned to me before that I really, I really want to leave our audience with as far as your concept, you and your partner, Katie, with the swipe and go, what was that? You had a really quick, like catchy phrase. Swipe, grab, and go. Swipe, grab, and go. I think that's what I want to remember from your concept with the smart refrigerator. You you swipe, you grab what you want, and you go, and it's just automatically all charged and taken care of. Yes, you're absolutely right. Swipe, grab, and go. And that that formed around our mission is to save human beings time. We, we truly realize how precious time is in this earth and that we only get a certain amount of it. So our mission is to really allow people that work for a company when we have them in the workplace, we want to save these human beings as much time as humanly possible. So on their lunch and their break, they don't have to spend 15 to 20 to 30 minutes going out and standing in line or maybe getting something that's not that good for them. We want them to have the complete experience of a healthy restaurant in under 60 seconds. So they get to spend their lunch doing what they actually want to do. Yeah, that is perfect. Our audience is going to love that. And I'm so glad that they tuned in to 
hear us have this conversation today on the Future Foodcast. Brady, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your, not only your current concept, but how you got there. And then also give us a little bit of a window into what the future might look like. That's going to be exciting too. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Before we go, I, I am curious about the shirt that you've got on there. I have a feeling there's something under the jacket that you'd like to show us, correct? Yes, you betcha. This is our company logo here, Cruise Co. And for anyone out there looking to give us a check or take a peek at us online, it's cruiseco.com, as well as our Instagram handle is just cruiseco. And I know that the uh, all that information will be in the show notes as well so you can check that out and again thank you for being with us on the future foodcast thanks for listening to future foodcasts future foodcast is powered by farm to plate the leading food blockchain platform subscribe on youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry 